Somebody's going to go bridge here. It's better time. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Gombridge Podcast, episode 62. My name is Andrew Gardner, joined alongside by Alex Clausen and Steve Brady. Boys, how are we doing this afternoon? I'm bamboozled this afternoon, Andrew Gardner. That's how I feel. I, what, I, the last 24 hours has been a whirlwind of a time. A stove has been extremely hot as of late. It's I'm exciting. It's I I'm exciting. I'm excited. It's exciting. And I just we got to get right into it. Honestly, the stove was the hottest it's probably ever been because there was an impending lockout coming. Sad. And now the I, I like there's so much going on. There's so much in my head right now. Like last night that that trade goes down. And then the Red Sox and them will be like, all right, we'll see you when we see you. Like, that's it. Maybe they were waiting. Rob Manfred was like, you know what? Let's let's heat up the stove a little bit and then kill the power. It's exactly what it was. It was literally like. Let's keep, let's keep tickling these people's balls and then just stop. <laughs> it, was, it was, I think Jared tweeted it. He had the perfect take on it. And he said, this was like the season finale to a TV show where it builds itself up. You get a, a climax point in the plot, and it's like, boom. You're going to have to wait six months till the next season to actually find out what really happens. Cliffhanger. Exactly. Huge cliffhanger, because the biggest free agent, arguably, Carlos Correa, is still on the board. And this lockout could last a week, which, newsflash, it's not, or it could last until the point where we lose games next season. That's the thing. You, you We really don't know. Yeah, it sucks. it's the first lockout since 94. Yeah, yeah. since 94. They didn't even have a season in 94. Oh, wait, no, they did. It got canceled mid-season. Let's hope that doesn't happen. That, that, that was the year. I don't exactly know why that happened, like, mid-season, but that was the year that Expos had. I believe Pedro was on that team, and yep. they were like, that was the year they were primed to go win the World Series. And a lot of Montreal fans still look back at that season as, like, that was, that was the one that got away from us. They pulled the plug from us. Um, but the Red Sox, I think last night, we were still we were still ready to go with a pretty jam-packed episode. We had a couple signings to talk about. The MLB's been going crazy otherwise. But the Red Sox just decided to drop a bombshell of a trade last night. A bombshell. Steve, can you think of a time where you've ever been so sh- like surprised with a trade? And Clawson, too. Can you can you remember a time ever with the Red Sox you have been so surprised with the trade, so caught off guard? Um, I don't think that necessarily at the time I was extremely caught off guard because I was a dumb kid who didn't really know any better. But I'm pretty sure that if like the John Lester trade happened like yeah. right now, I would probably be pretty surprised. Um. I would say back in the day when Babe Ruth was traded to the Yankees, I was pretty pretty confused at that one. He was sold for a, a pack of tobacco, which was honestly probably a fair trade at the time. Probably, but I was I was very didn't, confused. Didn't that have something to do with like taxes or something? Oh, like, it was all money. Yeah, it was like write offs. I don't know. I don't know. But That's, we're not here to talk about the Babe Ruth trade. No, we've got. Steve, let me tell you, we will have plenty of time this offseason if this lockout keeps up to talk about the Babe Ruth trade. 
Yeah. Um, but I feel as if I can't picture a trade because usually even big trades, like you think about the three big ones, the last decade, you had the Adrian Gonzalez trade. Um, I mean, that, that kind of came out of nowhere too. That was probably right up there. Surprising, but like, there were rumors about that. John Lester. Yeah, I think people kind of saw that coming. Same thing with John Lester. I mean, the rumors were common. The Red Sox were tanking. And a lot of people thought, hey, we'll just trade him and re-sign him, which obviously didn't work out. And obviously people saw. And then the Mookie, Mookie, Betts, the Mookie trade Betts trade, too, was, you know, that that hand was shown for a while. But, I mean, this deal's not a blockbuster by any sorts. I mean, it's 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 a big trade, but it's not a blockbuster. But I think with the players involved and the timing of all of it and just the unexpectedness of all of it, last night I was just like, I was shocked. I was shocked. Well, yeah, I think the most surprising part of it was I was literally about to like hit REM, I think, in my sleep cycle. And then (laughs) Andrew Gardner started FaceTiming our group chat. And so I was like, and I was like, oh, what is going on? I thought it was like an Amber alert. I looked at my phone and I was like, what could he possibly be FaceTiming us about at like 1145 on a Tuesday or Wednesday? I don't know what day it is. Um, And then eventually like he stopped trying to FaceTime us because I wasn't going to pick up. (laughs) And he texted us and was like, Hunter Renfro for JBJ. And I was pretty surprised. So. Jackie Bradley Jr. was the last guy I expected to see in a Red Sox uniform next season. I thought he was just gone forever. Aaron yeah. Hernandez. Wow. Um, yeah, I actually, the funny thing, yesterday I was in, or Tuesday I was in class, wicked board. And I was thinking okay. about wicked board. And I was thinking about who is the best Red Sox player at every position since I became a fan. And I was like, let me make a lineup one through nine. And I ended up putting Jackie Bradley Jr. as the center fielder. And I was like, I mean, you can make a case for Ellsbury. But anyway, whatever. We, we, we can talk about that. At a well, later. you guys, you, you couldn't see us, but me and Clausen both shook our head when he said, I put JDJ in for center field. And then he said, I'll make a case for Ellsbury. And then we started nodding. Anyways. The fact that not 24 hours later or 48 hours later, he's back on the roster. Shocking. Shocking. Now I want to let's let's take a dive into this because at the surface, you look at this and you're like, okay, it's Hunter Renfro who could have made the all-star team last year, hit over 30 home runs for this team, was one of their best players all season. He gets traded for the center fielder that we were too cheap to re-sign, who just had a terrible season for a couple of prospects on the surface, it look it sounds not great. In fact, I was in, I was on Brewers Twitter last night and I was looking, people were pumped for uh, in Milwaukee. They're pumped. They're like, get Jackie out of here. I don't care about the prospects. I guess one of the kids, I guess one of the kids is from around there. They were a little bit bummed about him, but uh, well, the whole thing that we even like said who got like, who these prospects are, how, like what they're ranked in the system. I don't, I don't think we have, I'd go on MLB.com, but they stripped everything from their website. Okay. Uh, let's see if um, we can figure this out. I think I know off the top of my head, what they were ranked in the brewery system. I don't know their names off the top of my head. It was uh, David Hamilton and Alex Benelis. Okay. Yeah. Benelis. So it was Hunter Renfro for JBJ 
and uh, Hamilton was the number 16 prospect in the Brewers farm system and yep. been Benelas, I don't know if that's how you say it. Let me it. see if I can get a pronunciation on that. Uh, was the number 17 prospect. And if I'm not mistaken, well, obviously the reason we traded Hunter Renfro is because he had a career year last year. Subjectively true. He was very he was, good. He was great he was good, last year. Very good. In fact, we were comparing him at points to the season where we're like, this guy is having a comparable season to Mookie Betts and we're paying him. 28 million dollars less yeah but the thing is he has never had a season like that before and he might not ever have another season like it again maybe it was Fenway Park maybe it had something to do with the lineup that how much protection he had who knows but I reckon that Heim Bloom does not anticipate Hunter Renfro to replicate that in a similar fashion anytime in the near future well he had a career high in batting average, he had 259 last year. A uh, career high in OVP, 315. Basically a career high in slugging percentage. He was three points less than his career high uh, at 501. And a career high OPS, 816. And now he was, he was two home runs shy of his career high too. So you want to talk about a career year. That was Hunter Renfro last year. Clausen? Oh, I was just stretching. Great. I mean, he's going oh, yeah. to want – what is it? He's a, one year left on his contract, right? Uh, one, two. Yes, he's he's gonna be a free agent after this coming year. He's gonna be an expensive resign, especially if he does even decent this year. Yep, he boosted his value a lot last year. Uh, we're taking on all of Jackie Bradley's contract, which I think has what an AAV of like ten million. Something. I like think that. he's making around twelve million this year, which and is then a lot, a lot. Um, especially because he was. I think statistically the worst hitter in the league last year. Yeah. He, objectively. I mean, we, we talked about it the whole, well, not the whole last year, but we, we definitely talked about it at points last year where we were like, good thing Jackie's not on this team. Like he kind of, he kind of stinks now. Yeah. I mean, and uh, what is the pronunciation of this kid's name? Do you, did you figure it oh, out? Oh, wow. You know what? You know, baseball reference has everything, but they do not have a pronunciation guide. All right. Uh, we're butchering it right now, but we're sorry. Hold we're on, trying hold on, hold on, hold on. I've only I've only seen it written. I haven't heard anybody say it yet. Binelas? Bine, it's definitely we're, not Binelas. We're going to laugh at this. Definitely now. not Binelas. Binelas? Binelas? What's the most awkward? I would probably say it's Benelis. Benelis? All right. I, that would be my best guess. I We're going to roll with that for the current moment in time. Okay. I think that uh, he's really the big piece in this trade because – He's a lot of potential, so I've read in the past, like, 12 hours since this trade broke. Apparently, he could be rated a lot higher, but he just hasn't been a pro for long enough to, like, get himself, like, high in the rankings yet. So I think if we give this kid a little bit of time, he's going to end up panning out to be a lot higher of a prospect than he currently is. Yeah, hold on. It, it was basically just, like, us eating, us buying mm -hmm. These two prospects, JBJ is making a ridiculous amount of money for how piss poor of a hitter he is. It's Benelis. 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 Yeah, that's what I just said, right? Okay. I Sorry, I got an official. I was listening to a video. It's Benelis. Benelis. Uh, I had Google Translate do it for me, and they kind of botched it a little bit. Ah. 
so bad. Yeah, I watched it. Is what it is. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, I've heard good things about this kid, too. Um, he had a pretty good last uh, – pretty good year last year. Um, I believe he was in what, single A? I think so, yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find his baseball reference pitch. Was, I don't know if it was low A or high A, though. Uh I was able to find this last night. Oh, here we go. Um, last year, he played in uh, two for two teams. He played rookie ball and just a ball. Um, didn't play, only played seven games in rookie league. In a ball, he played in 29 games, hit 314, nine home runs, 27 RBIs, and had an OPS of 1.104. And yeah, he's from he's from Oak Creek, Wisconsin. So he is a he's a Wisconsin boy. So that kind of kind of stinks for him. But um, third round pick in twenty twenty one. So he's pretty good. He's good. Confirmed good. Uh, he's a first baseman. Well, third baseman by trade. First baseman. Um, it's a little tough. Yeah, a lot of traffic at the corner infield in uh in the sock system these days. There's no. traffic everywhere. Don't get me started. Should I get started? There's traffic everywhere but second base. But there is traffic. At second base? Yes. I'll explain name, why. Name two prospects that might pan out at second base specifically. Yeah, Jeter Downs. Okay. And then what's his name? Marcelo sh- Meyer. He's a no. shortstop. He can go to second base. Yeah, but I think time I- is timetable – whatever this is wait were you guys saying that we were thin at second base i'm saying that that has the least traffic oh well well, let's add some traffic to there with the other prospect david hamilton uh who fills the other two holes in our (laughs) infield he's a shortstop and second baseman uh he's 24 a little bit older um he's played in the minors since uh 20 actually excuse me this year he was he was with texas i'd love to get this guy on the show it's another cape cod league uh yd alum but he played a high a last year actually he got all the way up to double a but in high a he played in 68 games hit five home runs 263 uh but he did have 41 stolen bases so this kid can run that was the one thing i was seeing with him is that he is very 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 fast yeah and there's one thing that the red Sox are not known for it's stealing bases yeah yeah exactly so we have now built up quite the little pool of prospects. We do have a pretty decent farm. Um, and this, it's, I think it's even better than it's rated right now. Yeah. What were we rated? Like 18th? Yeah. And that's like with guys like Blaze Jordan. Uh, and I probably this guy whose name I already forget. Uh, Benelis. The Red Sox. The Red Sox were ranked at 12. Or at, ranked at 12 before this trade um they had three prospects in the top 100 they had marcelo meyer at nine costas at 18 duran was up to 26 wow wow Um, and jeter downs just at that time got knocked out of the top 100 yep and he could be he could be on his way back back into it he's been raking a little bit yeah he's uh he's been looking good and you know, I don't hate this deal. Now, I think it's going to be interesting because I was also making a lineup today 
what would the guys we have on our roster right now, pro- like projected what, what it would look like. And I'm not going to lie. We need another bet. And I think that's where Kyle Schwarber fits in, but we're going to have to wait to see if, if the Red Sox have to end up re-signing him. So it looks like it's going to be, you know, the top five, however you want to put them together. It's going to be Kike Verdugo, JD. Thank goodness he's coming back at this point. And then Bogart's endeavors. And then after that, that's where it gets a little interesting. I think Vasquez is, is a lock there, but then it's like, is it, is it Dahlbeck and Duran? And then I don't even know who that last guy is. Is it what, what position am I even missing? Oh, Brad Bradley. I guess it would be Bradley Dahlbeck and, and Duran. That's, that's not as good of a lineup as we had last year. That's replacing Renfro and Schwarber with Duran and Bradley. Well, it's a lot of defense and speed. I think that a lot of it, this, this trade, everybody agrees that the long-term implications of this trade are good. Thumbs up. I agree. I agree. Short-term implication, especially for a team that was in the ALCS last year, is not great. Especially just considering the fact that, I mean, whether or not Hunter Renfro has another career year like he did last year. Or something even close to it. Well, Milwaukee's not exactly the best park for hitters. I mean, it's good, but I mean, no, Fenway yeah, Park I'm saying is... if we kept Hunter Renfro. Yeah, no, I mean, there's having Jackie. There even if he no... did anything even similar to what he did last year, the downgrade offensively to Jackie Bradley Jr. It's is grand. So, so, so bad. He's really, really probably the worst hitter in the league. Uh, and I mean, that's just the truth. That's the God, God's honest truth. And I mean, would you rather give everyday starts to Jackie Bradley Jr. or Jaron Durant if it came down? To oh, him? well, at mm. this point in time. So this is just a question now, because at this point in time, it's basically both of them. Well, you could. Not necess- it's not necessarily the case. I don't I, personally. I think that they're going to. I think you got to go Bradley. I think that they're going to put JBJ in center. Yes. in right. Verdugo in left. And then Christian Arroyo is going to continue to be our second baseman as of right now. Interesting. Clawson? I mean, yeah, that's pretty much what I was going to say. I'm not that mad at this trade. And oh, no. I, I, don't know that, I don't know that you can be because I think that this, the outfield for so long, there were so many problems with the defense in the outfield. First it was Verdugo. He sucked. And then finally get Kike, and he worked out. And now you have arguably the best defensive center fielder in the most difficult center field in baseball. He's done it before. He's going to do it again. And I think that that, sure, what you lose with Renfro's bat, you're probably going to lose it anyways because he's probably going to have a down a down year compared to last year. So you put him out there. And yeah, you're going to sacrifice some hits, sacrifice maybe a lot of hits, maybe a lot of home runs. But the defensive run saved, famous quote that Steve Brady loves to say. He's just going to say this. A run saved is as good as a run earned. Those runs saved that you get by putting Bradley in center – those just like stupid little mistakes that happen all the time in center when you're moving guys in and out, they're gone with Jackie Bradley Jr. in there for 130 games a year. Look, I literally was just going to say 
exactly what you said essentially, but I was going to add on to that with, I'm not sure that Jackie Bradley Jr. is like still a net positive in that situation because of how you cannot underrate how absolutely atrocious Jackie Bradley Jr. is at hitting the baseball. He's terrible. He's terrible. He's not good. Um, you want to know a guy? So, so I don't think this. I think this move means that there's there's still there's still more to come. There's still more to come. We need another outfielder, and whether that be Schwarber, I've also heard talks. We can talk about maybe a a package deal, Dahlbeck and Duran for a for a good starting pitcher. We can talk more about that, but I want to quickly go over who is still available at free agents or as a free agent for the outfield. So I I want to throw out there that I'm team. Don't trade Bobby. Okay. Yeah. I I don't hate that. Like that's like the last thing I want the Red Sox to do. I don't think you can trade Bobby until he's like actually forced out the door. The promise with, Oh wait. Yeah. No, the promise with Casas is it's just like eventually going to push Bobby out the door, but it's like creating a problem when, the problem doesn't already exist. Yeah, but you got to keep in mind that if we don't sign, if we don't re-sign Kyle, then Casas can take first. Bobby can still play third. I don't know how good at third he is because we haven't really seen him play that much. Where and then put- Devers can DH if it ever came down to it. Oh, you put JD in the outfield? No, JD's time here is. Oh, oh, the year after. Limited. Oh, I think JD's gone after this year. Yeah, so I'm saying by the time Casas comes up. Oh, okay. I thought you meant to start this year. No. Okay. Um, All right. Well, remaining free agents in left field, the top guys, Kyle Schwarber, got Eddie Rosario, Tommy Pham, who I've heard is a a big uh, clubhouse head case. Uh, Then you got McCutcheon, Alex Dickerson, Corey Dickerson. And then we get to a guy who I think – Fitzheim's uh, pocket of of signings pretty well. Jock Peterson. That could work. A left-handed bat, a decent fielder. He's won two rings in a row. He's got the postseason experience. It's He can bring the pop. He doesn't exactly bring the average, but you look at a guy like Renfro, you know, Jock, he he turned it back up this year after a, a slow 2020, but He's got similar numbers to Renfro in the past. The only thing that's the, the only thing that's going to be the problem with Jock is that he's coming off of two World Series, mm-hmm. so he's going to cost kind of a bit. He's going to cost more than he should. I do agree with that. I don't think you're getting Jock on a one-year deal. No, no. Jock is looking probably for I don't know four to seven. Four to seven? Wow. Seven oh, I was going to say three to four. Um, I'm sure Jock would love to look for seven, but realistically, it's closer to four. And there's a couple other notable guys on this list. Uh, Luis Brinson, John Jay. Brinson used to be like a top prospect, no? Jock, yeah. No, uh, Brinson. Oh. Luis Brinson. He's with the the Marlins. Oh, yeah. He was a part of – what trade was he a part of? I'm trying to remember. Uh, um, I don't remember what trade – he was originally a part of. Oh, Milwaukee. Oh, he was part of the Christian Yelich trade. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yelly played there. He never really 
panned out that well for the Marlins. But he might be another guy to keep an eye out for. Uh, looking at center field, the market's pretty slim. Got Brett Brett Gardner headlining that class now. Nope. Uh, Brett Gardner signs for the Red Sox. I will disband my fandom from this team. I I don't hate that. I would assassinate John Henry. <laughs> um, then you got Kevin Kevin Pillar. Um, and it just I don't quick, want him. it just quickly goes Odubel Herrera, Delano to Shields. I mean, who else? Jake Marisnik, Cameron Maben. Ender Inciarte, eh, not great. Uh, right field is not much better. However, there's one big golden goose still available in the outfield, and that's Nick Castellanos. But I don't think Heim's going to budge for that kind of kind of guy who's probably I've heard looking for six to seven years and in his age thirty season. He's also going to earn. What do you think his AAV is going to be? Twenty six. I was going to say 20, 20, 24, Yeah. Um, Conforto, another guy who's going to look for a shit ton of money. Solaire, same thing. Um, it's, it's thin. Although another guy who I think maybe you could get on a one-year deal who struggled last year, Adam Eaton. I don't hate that. Um, okay. He was pretty bad last year. I'm trying to, was he with the White Sox last year? Um, maybe. I think but, that the Red Sox need to look in the mirror during this lockout and ask themselves whether or not they're going to win now or later, because our farm system is getting pretty loaded and certain guys that like are our core are getting old. And that includes JD. I mean, I know Bogarts isn't actually that old, but like realistically it's getting to the point. Uh, Chris sale, I don't know. Can you even call him still our core? Yeah, you can. Nate Valdi also getting a little older. So, I mean, are we going to try and win now? And does that mean we should trade like Blaze Jordan and a couple other guys for some proven talent? I don't know. Like I said, there's a lot of log jam at certain positions in the farm system. So, I don't know. I feel like maybe a trade – I don't know who's on the trade block right now who would be appealing to fit into the Red Sox, but Clausen? I don't really know that you need another huge, huge piece. I mean, really, the only thing that killed the Sox when you look back at the postseason was that end of the rotation or end of the um, end of the bullpen just kind of fell apart. Like, Matt Barnes fell apart. Josh Taylor went MIA for the last third of the season. Like, if those guys played the way that they did in the first half, I don't know that we're beating the Astros, but like it, things look a lot more promising. So I don't think that they need like, you know, they don't need Max Scherzer or anything to make a World Series run. I think they just need decent quality arms. It's going to cost some money, but like you don't have to go kill your entire farm system. I agree. Um, I'm just looking at the top top thirty right now, and the, I think the most comical part is all the guys who are on the 40-man roster just don't have a picture on this website. Everybody else does because uh, with this new lockout, the MLB is not allowed to use like any likeness of players in advertising. So do you guys see that yeah. on Twitter? Super Did weird. you see the, the guys that uh, changed their profile picture to the yeah. like players? Yeah, I saw Tejon Walker did that. Yep. Um, I also saw that like outside of – 
of Citizens Bank Park. They took down the Bryce Harper, like MVP banner. Just, yeah, just like, just, I don't know, petty, petty. But our top guys right now, we got Marcelo Mayer, Tristan Cassis, Jaron Duran, and then Nick York. I mean, those guys are are definitely top four. Going down the line, it's Jeter Downs, Brian Bello, Brian Mata, Jay Groom, Blaze Jordan, and that kind of, you know, tails off. You got Siebold, Benelis. What is it? Benelis? Benelis. He slides. Benelis? He slides yeah, Benelis. Benelis slides in at 16. You know who's number 19? Frenchy. Nathan Hickey. Hey. Our guy. Love it. Um, Where's CT? Just kidding. Don't answer that. <laughs> he's he's going to be on here soon. Um, is he really not? CT? He's like a 12-round pick. Listen, dude. I honestly think that he will get on here. He's got some – from everybody we've talked to, he has got filthy stuff. Um, True. But anybody else? Connor Wong down at 27. All I'm saying is that uh, Nathan Hickey's ranked higher than, than Connor Wong. So As he should be. Yeah, get him up to the show. Get him up to the show. Um, Nick Decker's on here, Cutter Crawford. So um, we've got some good players on here. In fact, uh, that Hamilton kid, David Hamilton, is not even on this on this list. So, you know, we've we've got log jams. And these guys don't always pan out to be superstars. I mean, look at 2019 – or no, not 2019. What was it? 2017. We got the – Red Sox need a starting pitcher. Go out and get Chris Sale, and they give up Yohan Mankata, who's was far and away the top prospect in baseball. Now he's a good, solid player. He's a starting, starting player for the White Sox. But is he, he could be an All Star? Cal- could be caliber player, but he's not top of the class. And he's fact, never going to be the best at his position. No, no, he never will. And another guy who the Red Sox refused to give up on that trade was Andrew Benatendi. And now look at him. All right, you want to talk about top prospects in the Red Sox system that haven't panned out. Henry Owens, Blake Swihart. Name literally any pitcher in the last 10 years. Evan Marrero, <laughs> Andrew Espinosa. Anthony Renato. Um, could go on. We could just I, the, keep the going for hours. And Henry Owens, that – wow. I Lars I, Anderson. Lars Anderson. Tank. <laughs> Lars Anderson, I just saw actually unfollowed us on Instagram. That was like a while ago, dude. For shame. Um, for shame, Lars. For shame. Anyways, yeah. The Red Sox have certainly had their guys pan out. I mean, look at Pedroia. Look at Ellsbury. Look at Devers. Bogarts. Bogarts was uh, Vasquez. a high prospect. Devers um, was. Vasquez what, was. Vasquez was supposed to be like the next Yachty with better yeah. hitting. Vasquez and Swihart were projected to be the next – like huge catching duo, huge, and they ruined Swihart. And Swihart kind of ruined himself. Swihart also just kind of I mean, stinks. I don't sticking really like Swihart it. in the left field probably wasn't great for his confidence. Yeah, probably not great. Um, who? What was that stat about Red Sox starting pitchers like the last ten years? I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah, here's one. The I'm pretty sure the only like homegrown starting pitcher since like John Lester. Like pro- past post John Lester to like make more than like two starts or something. I don't know what the stat was exactly, but it, the the answer was Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson, everybody. Yeah, a good old BJ. Yeah. Um, I mean that just says it all for uh, 
for Red Sox developing pitchers. I mean, Jay Groom, we'll see what he can do. He might be up this year. He's getting better. Had a kid. A dad strength. Look yeah, what did to, yeah. uh, he started shoving after that, that kid popped out. He's like, I got I got bills to pay now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens, but it certainly is not the end. And we've all I mean the Red Sox also bolstered their their rotation this week, signing three starting pitchers, which haven't even gotten to. Rich, Rich Dick Mountain, Dick Mountain, Mountain. Hill. <laughs> yeah. I was pumped when I That's saw that. That's the episode title, Dick Mountain. Dick Mountain. Dick Mountain the return of Dick Mountain. Returning. <laughs> um, Michael Walker and James Big Maple Paxton. Michael Walker sucks. I was, I admittedly, I had not, the first time I had seen Michael Walker was 2013 when he was like shoving for the Cardinals. Oh, good. And then after that, I hadn't seen him since we signed him. And I was like, oh, he's probably still good. Like he's probably still got like an ERA in the threes, fours. He's, he's oh, going to no, be sorry. Garrett Richards. Five sixes. He's going to be Garrett Richards of last year. I saw something. Somebody tweeted out. Um, it was like Paxton and Waka is the next Richards Andrews. No. Paxton's good. Like pa- Paxton hasn't played a whole lot recently, but last time he did play, he had like a 3-8 over like 19 starts, which is pretty good. Yeah, yeah right. He's a Cy Young winner, right? Paxton, no. No? Does he not have he threw, one? I think he threw a no-no. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, I think that was it. Baseball reference is unbelievably slow. It's probably because of the lockout, bro. That's a good point. Uh, no, James Paxton uh, did throw a no-hitter. Never uh, never an award winner, never an all-star. But, I mean, he's a good pitcher over nine years, 3.59 ERA. He's got a, a whip of... 1.212 and an ERA plus of, of 114. So he's over that 100 mark that you know, is, is kind of like that baseline that you look for. But hey, first yeah. time for everything. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, the Yankees picked him up. He was, he was pretty solid with the Yankees. I mean, besides 2020, he only had five starts and he was dreadful. He's only pitched six games over the last two years. And uh, I don't think yeah. that, I don't think the team's expecting him to, uh, to, be ready for um what's it called for opening day i think he'll probably be kind of like sale a, a mid season push but the last time he's pitched more than 10 starts he pitched 13 starts with these are advanced stats i don't understand those the last time he pitched 10 starts was he had a 382 era yeah what's a z I don't know, but his F swish is phenomenal. C swish. What the fuck, Steve? Swish. Sorry, is that an actual stat or you or you did you make that up? That's a real stat. That's a definitely C swish. What yeah. does that stand for? It's in the ultra advanced analytics department. Ultra advanced? <laughs> yeah, you literally have to like go into the dark web to search for that statistic. Like yeah, P- you have to meditate for six hours before your brain unlocks the ability to understand it. Yeah, like when you when you finally when you finally get that number like society will crash. It's yeah. that, that big. It literally will like, it guarantees who wins the world series every year. So I'm not going to say what packs and C swishes, but um, I lie overall. I like all these signings and you now obviously with losing Eddie, there's another spot in that rotation. And these are prime, uh, prime high blue moves. They signed Paxton for 10 mil Walker for seven. And then uh, Dick mountain for, for like two and a, 
two and some change. That's it. Waka's making a little too much cash. Yeah, I guess his market was pretty high. So the Red Sox. Steve, Steve, do I do I look like I can provide you with that answer? I don't know. Don't you? Don't we have inside sources? Who do you, who do you want me to, to to call to ask on the Michael? I I don't have Jeff passing like on. How about Michael Waka himself? What if I Facetime Michael Waka on Instagram right now? Yeah. Hey, Nick Pavetta changed his profile picture. To the nothing thing? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I want to see if anybody else did that. Let's see, Alexander. I bet Red Sox group chat's probably going crazy right now. Like, uh, ah, change your your profile picture. Who else has an Instagram? Bevers, he changed it? No. What's Bevers? Like Thomas the Tank Engine? Uh, uh, Woody and and Buzz. Yeah. How is Rich Hillman doing this well for this long because he's, he's he's the master of the dick mountain he's 41 years old and he had a 386 era sounds like you're being awfully ageist right now we don't like that <laughs> we do I mean, not like that older guys can pitch too yep um no honestly i don't know i remember when he came back to the team in 2015 when we were like, all right, tail end of his career. Like, we'll get one last push out of him. And it's like seven years later, we're like, okay, He's you're going to be our you're gonna be our fifth starter and you're 43. Um, but that competition is going to be good between him and Waka. And it's always good to have a sixth guy because, you you know, someone's inevitably going to get hurt um, with Sale and Avaldi. So a uh, rotation of Sale, Avaldi, uh, Pavetta, Hauk. And then I think you go Dick Mountain at five right now. Honestly, I think you do. I mean, is this the season where we transition Whitlock into a starting role? No. Uh, not a, not a or is he our closer now? I don't know what that plan oh, is. Oh, Daniel Bard. Get further away from your mic, Clausen, please. Can you still hear me? I don't even think. Do you, yeah, get, do you even like have your mic set up? Yelling down a tunnel. What? I said, does Clausen even have his mic set up? I don't know. Yep. I wouldn't, be, wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. Still got it. Oh, there we go. Klaus has just been raw dog in the past like 40 episodes. <laughs> I want to see if I can like can I get this thing up? See if I can just like free mic this thing. Love a good free raw love bitch. a good raw dog mic episode. Yep. Nothing better. Um so yeah, so we'll see what happens there. No, I like those signings. Cheap. What's Eddie making this year? AAV like eighteen? Uh, seventy-seven. Seventeen. No. Wow, that is loud. Yeah, it is loud. He's making what? Seventy-seven over four. No, you. I was. Well, it was a little loud, but you can keep it. You just like it was a little blown out. I thought it was funny. Speak. Could you talk for a minute? Can I talk? Is this better? It's. Yeah, that's fine. Sounds weird. No, it's it's good. You sound great. I don't believe you. Sounds fine, Clausen. Jesus, what do you Christ. think you sound like? I don't know. There's some little smirk on your face. It's like when your girlfriend's like, "Do I look good?" And you're like, "Yeah," and you're like, "You're lying. Stop lying to me." And it's like, "Ah, oh, dude, what do you want from me?" You know, you know what that smirk kind of reminds me of? Oh, Every happy. time somebody's like, "Oh, I just went to the grocery store. It took mother. me two hours." Like, oh, bu- oh, buddy, what are you doing going to the grocery store? Oh, buddy, 
What a fool I mean, you are. are Aren't you tired of getting off your couch to go to the grocery store and wait and spending all this time to go food shopping when you can just do it through Instacart? If you don't know already, Instacart is an online grocery delivery app that allows you to handpick a variety of fresh foods and products. Forget that ingredient you need to make your famous dish while watching the Sox game, or you just want to make fun of your friends who are still slumming it going to the grocery store. Order it through Instacart. Delivery <laughs> straight to your door in as fast as an hour. You can shop multiple stores, see details in your area that will help you save money. Every item is hand-selected at the store to fit even the most specific needs. They always handle with care to make sure everything gets to you in one piece. And if for whatever reason you haven't sparked your summer celebration, I think we had snow like two days ago, so you might want to get on that. Uh, whenever you decide to spark your summer celebration, order it through Instacart. Link in our show notes. Get free shipping on your first order or over $35 to help support your Good, fine gentleman at Gone Bridge Podcast. You're mad at Gone Bridge. Instacart. Never step foot in the grocery store again. Woo! I'm not going to lie. Uh, we have not been good at updating. I don't think that's been the Instacart deal the whole time. Oh, really? Yeah, I actually just checked our email. Uh, our new, The new deal. I guess there's a weekly deal. So What? what? Well, joke's on Instacart because I don't think anybody's ever clicked on the link in our show notes. I don't Spoiler alert. I'd hit the... I hate to ruin the illusion that we've created here <laughs> that we as, if, as if people are constantly clicking said link in our show notes with so many free deliveries of orders over $35, but You're misleading the people, but shockingly that has, that has not happened. Well, the offer this week, if you're It'll so, if you're so inclined to be the first to, uh, to use that, Actually, I haven't even checked the account in a while, so maybe someone did, but probably Well, not. obviously they haven't because we've been just giving the wrong deal out. Yeah, that's that's, that's a good point. Uh, offer. Late night hours means late night snacks. Get snacks as fast as 30 minutes with priority delivery. Free delivery. 30 minutes? First Free delivery on your first order. $10. $10. What? That's kind of a good deal. $10. Does it have to be exactly $10? $10 plus, Steve. Oh. Yeah. Pretty good deal. I'm kidding with that 30 minutes thing, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, this episode of Gone Bridge is also brought to you by Dick's Archaeology Services. Repeat sponsor. Um, so yeah, and besides the Red Sox, man, MLB free agency is going crazy. Crazy. Really? Crazy. I don't believe you. Really? What if I Name told one you? signing? Well, just one. Name one. Um Marlins acquired Joey Wendell. It's a big time move. Who cares? Cubs signed Jan Gomes. Cubs signed Marcus Stroman as well. Jan yes, Gomes. they did. Uh, what yeah. the hell are the Texas Rangers doing? They're contending. They have a new stadium. They got to fill that with something. They got to fill it somehow. They got a. They're they're doing a a good push at that. Um, did we talk about Stephen Max last week? Yeah, we did. Um, Wait, are we not even going to get in depth of what the Rangers did? Yeah, no, sorry. I was just looking at over all the deals, where to start. Uh, yeah, the Rangers just went out and spent half a cloth. And I think your mic is like, you got some nice white noise going on. You hear that, Steve? I have my fan in the background. I hear it a little bit, yeah. Yeah, let me see if this works. We're doing it live. That helped. Yeah, that's gone. Yeah, it was my fan. 
You're going to have to be hot for the rest of the episode. That's just how we're going to have to do it. It's miserable. Sorry. It's like 40 degrees outside. (laughs) Steve's got a winter hat on. (laughs) Yeah, I'm cold. I I am getting over an illness, though, so. Yeah, Steve had had the sea swoosh disease. I had the flu. He tried to. I didn't post any clips. I didn't post my one clip a week. He tried to uh, he tried to reach the dark web and get sea swish, and then no. the dark web slammed it back and gave uh, him. I did the classic thing you do when you turn twenty one, and you go out on Thanksgiving Eve, and uh, somebody happened to have the flu and decided, I'm going to go out anyway. And then they gave everybody in that venue the flu. So. Nice. Oh yeah, how was your Thanksgiving? We didn't even. Uh... I was good. Nice. I had to eat on Friday because my sister's a nurse and she was working on Thursday. Ah, that stinks. Well, I mean, it's whatever. Yeah, I mean, she's doing she's doing good work. I yep. ate so much goddamn canned cranberry sauce over Thanksgiving; it was ridiculous. So good, it's so good. It's all I ate. Strictly can strictly canned cranberry sauce. I don't believe you. I didn't eat any of it. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um. Yeah, I uh, Thanksgiving was good. A lot of good food. It's usually what happens on Thanksgiving. But yeah, the Rangers just went out and spent half a billion dollars on two guys, Simeon and uh, Seager. And it's pretty crazy that all, all that just to finish third in their division. Uh, yeah, so they signed Marcus Simeon to a seven-year contract. I thought the value was going to be there, but it wasn't. Seven years for a number. I think he's making a lot. Yes. Probably. Do you know how much he's making? Oh, let me look up. I think it's 175 over seven. Hot stove. Hot stove. If you type in hot stove on Google, the MLB thing comes up first. Hot jambalaya. Seven-year contract. Why are none of the values? Because you can't search for anything. MLB yeah, right you now. actually can't. This lockout stinks. I don't know. He's making, he's making money for sure. He's, uh, he's making seven years, one seventy-five. Okay, quick math. What is that a year? Twenty-four. That's reasonable, I think. Somebody said the contract was unreasonable for Marcus Simeon. Twenty-five on the dot. You're a hater. Yeah, he's thirty-one. It. Sure, it's through his age thirty-eight season. And share. He's old. Whatever. Get over it. They're the Rangers. Speaking of old, Max Scherzer is a New York Met. Yes. Okay. Pause and just derail us of what we were just talking about. Wait your turn, Max Scherzer. We're talking about the Rangers right now. Damn it. Oh, we finished up. No, we didn't. We haven't even. We don't know what Corey Seager's making yet, and we also haven't discussed how Cole Calhoun is making the big three in Texas. And John Gray. And John Gray. They're going to win like 75 games. They're going to finish third in the AL West, and they're going to love it. I think – hot hot take. Ah, Gardner, no. <laughs> Sorry. No hot takes today because we got to get this episode out, so no editing. Uh, lukewarm take. Rangers finish fourth. And yeah, another, another lukewarm take. The A's finish last yeah the ace stink yeah matt chapman almost said it overrated not even a hot take overrated matt chapman oh yeah i picked him to win mvp the last two years yeah that was a terrible 
terrible to do twice. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Cole Calhoun, Corey Seager. How much is Corey Seager making? Three twenty-five over ten. It's so a lot, but yeah. What is he? Twenty-eight. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I guess Texas is nice. I hear the property tax is. Where the property value is really low in Texas. So yeah. It's a dollar in Texas goes about as, as far as a dollar will go in the United States. Yeah. No income tax in mm. Texas, right? Mm, I don't know. Isn't it one of the one of them states? I don't know. Pretty sure. New Hampshire's no, New Hampshire's sales tax. Florida no income, tax? income tax, right? I don't know your income tax is high to make up for the sales tax. That's that's where they get you. That's where they get you. Like California, people play in California, but they get the shit taxed out of them. Yeah, I yeah. saw for uh, Seager to get the same amount after taxes, the Dodgers would have to give him like four and a million. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who Why was playing California? Because it's nice. Yeah. Uh, so... Texas is nice. Yeah. Who was the guy? Oh, it was Syndergaard who ended up, his offer for the Mets was four million less. It was like 18 instead of 22. And he would have ended up making walking away with more money with the Mets because of the California tax. Well, the Mets have Max Scherzer. Take it away, Steve, Steve Cohen got pissed. Holy shit, there goes my mic. Uh, Steve Cohen got pissed. And then what happened? Who got, why do you get pissed? Because apparently Steven Matz's agent was acting like a child. He said he was going to resign with the Mets, and then he didn't. I don't know. Damn. I mean, that really. I think that really just takes them out of – World Series contention at this point. If you don't have Steven Matz as like your fifth starter, then you're really just going straight down the tubes. That guy's an all-star. Um, but yeah, no, Max Scherzer, what, two-year deal? Three. Three. Three-year deal, shit ton of money. He's making um, like $45 million, which is more than three teams' entire payrolls. It's kind of a lot of money. He's like 40 years old. But yeah, if DeGrom can stay healthy for more than 80 games – and Scherzer doesn't like somehow just shit the bed, which seems like pretty unlikely that he's going to do. Um, that's a pretty lethal one-two punch. That's pretty the best easy. one-two punch in baseball, no doubt. Correct? Uh, easy. Uh, it depends a, if Trevor Barrow didn't do that one thing. Then there'd be an argument I think, to her like him and Walker Peeler. Mm, like, I'm just saying. I think, I, all I'm saying is that Max Scherzer was the best pitcher of the last like 10 years. He's better than Kershaw. People forget that. It's false. That's just all true. time, all time. Yes, I don't have time for this argument. I actually legitimately don't have time to argue this. We'll deal with this next episode, but Max all Scherzer time. has been better than Clayton Kershaw all time. Jacob, yes, and Jacob Degrom. Whatever. If healthy, that's a big if. If healthy, best pitcher of our generation. Eh. Uh, that's a lot to argue right now. Um, yeah, I have to go in like thirteen minutes, or else okay. I'm going to be late to class. Um. Anyways, yeah, Gosman to the Blue Jays. Uh, remember Gray. when I said he was going to come here? Oh, yeah, that was awesome. That was like two episodes ago. It's too bad, but he uh, did. Who was who else? It was um, be a lot cooler if he did. Would have been. Would have been. Uh, who was the other guy? Robbie oh, Ray. Robbie Ray to Seattle. Seattle. Seattle is also apparently targeting Chris Bryant. Cool, I guess. I don't know. I like Bryant's like whatever. He's he's a player. Um, Clint Frazier to the Cubs. I would have liked Clint Frazier over um, JBJ. I would have as, I would have as well. Uh, Chris Taylor back with the Dodgers. Adrian Peterson to the Seahawks practice squad. 
It's football. Oh, cool. oh speaking of football. Calvin Johnson and Matt Schaffer lit it up on yeah. Thanksgiving. No, they didn't play at all. That's why they lost to the Bears. Yeah, how shocked were you that were you, did you put any bets down that like Calvin Johnson would score a touchdown? Well, yeah, I, I was trying to go through like DraftKings and stuff, but I couldn't find anything on Calvin Johnson. I don't yeah, know why. The line was zero. And it was pushed. I don't know why. Clawson, could you give us our weekly uh, lines update? They got the Vikings at home this week. What, what can we expect? I mean, if Matt Stafford and Calvin Johnson are playing, then I think they have a real chance. But the, the Vikings have been pretty solid this year, so I think they're going to lose yet again. All right. That's a fair analysis. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Clawson. Um, Any, anytime. So, with that being said, that's free agent. Um, quickly on the lockout, I guess the big point of contention – is that players want um, – what's it called? They want uh, free agency to start at either 29 – when they're age 29 and a half or if they've achieved five years of service time. That seems fair to me. I guess, yeah. Arbitration's weird. Baseball's a weird sport. Anybody who hasn't realized that yet, the rules in baseball – are weird like i saw this tweet the other day it was like baseball is weird because they force you to eat ramen noodles for six years and then they give you a hundred million dollars i saw that too <laughs> um yeah the service time thing is weird because you remember what happened with like chris bryant where they kept him in the minors for like two extra weeks just so they could get an extra year out of him yeah they people fudge service time constantly it's yeah. kind of it's Really shady, honestly. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Um, they also want, I guess, a draft lottery. Um, Stupid. They want to expand that. the playoffs from 10 to 14 teams. That's also stupid. A buy doesn't work in baseball, you idiots. Yeah. And did you also see that the the three higher teams in the first round would get to pick their opponents? Yeah, that's it's so dumb. Whatever. It's stupid. So dumb. Um, a buy doesn't that. work in baseball. Look into it. Um, they're also the DH in NL. Universal DH. The players want that. I'm just reading some of the the things that are being held up on. I don't know oh, who's the points of contention. Yeah, uh, pitch clock. Um, and yeah, those are well. The CBA was 373 pages. How long will it go on? Probably pretty long. So that is that. Um, See you guys in yeah seven months. Get some guests on the show. Um, or something. I don't know. If no, never mind. Oh wait, nobody ever hit us up about being able to speak Korean, so I guess that's not. Yeah, gonna I guess that's not happening either. And um, yeah, we got some questions though. Clawson, I came to a great realization today. What? I thought that the Salem Red Sox were based in Salem, Massachusetts, not Salem, Virginia. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That was uh, a real shock to the that's, system. That's got to just leave a mark on you. Blossom's entire world is now down, upside down. 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 Um, all right. We got three questions from Matt this week. Wow. That's about average. Um, so what's your favorite card game? Uh, Texas Hold'em. I was, yeah, I was just say poker. Go fish. I played poker on Thanksgiving, as I do every holiday with my family. And I won all three games, walked away with a handsome chunk of change. Nice. Is it enough to sign Raphael Devers to a contract extension? If I pay him in gallons of ice cream, yeah. 
<laughs> um, if you were in a Hall of Fame for anything, what would it be? I want to say something, but I want to keep it open for future sponsorships, so I'm not going to say it. I don't even. I don't even know what you would say. You can type it in the chat if you want. Um, <laughs> I'll just say. Um, <laughs> it's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. Okay. Um, I, I think it is say, worth it, Steve. I mean, I'm not Hall of Fame. Just put me in like, uh, put me in the hockey hall. Of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> you and Dave O'Brien sitting at the top of the Hall of Fame together. <laughs> uh, just put me in like the tennis Hall of Fame. I'd be a happy man. Tennis Hall of Fame isn't too far. It's in Newport. Yeah, it's in Newport. I'd probably be in the Hall of Fame for getting things, getting to events aggressively early out of fear of being late. That's that's what I'm good at. Um, I would say that I would be in the Hall of Fame of making Steve Brady's life as an editor hell, living hell. Oh, so we're doing things we're good at. Uh, probably. The uh, Hall of Fame is. I would be in the Hall of Fame for something else, too, but I also can't say that pending sponsorship deals. Well, we're all original. Um, <laughs> I think it's the Guinness Book of World Records. Is what? what you mean? Me and A-Rod. There you go. Um, yeah. Okay, anyway, let's move on. Uh, his question was top five birthdays of all time, but that's a lot. So let's just say, like, what, what's one of your favorite birthdays? Like, the number? Like, uh, uh, June 9th. No, not like the day. <laughs> not like the day. Not like the day. Like your twenty-first birthday. Like your tenth birthday. Oh, oh. Get it, June ninth, because it's six nine. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> Jeez. Uh, probably my twenty-first birthday, because like even though that was like COVID, whatever. Twenty-first, sure. Nice. First beer. Yep. Nice. It must have not tasted that good. I heard they don't taste good. Yeah, it's like whatever. Nice. Eighth birthday was probably pretty sick. Do you remember it? Nope. <laughs> Just going on good faith that it was pretty good. <laughs> Just uh, a good tingling feeling in your body when you think about it? Yeah. It's nice. a magic number. I would say, uh, I don't know, 16, drive a car. That was cool. Nice. Um, also, fifth birthday is also cool. Tingling feeling about that one as well. Um, also, real quick, the MLB got kind of exposed for using oh yeah two different weights or two different kinds of baseballs this year. So I guess the story behind this was that the MLB was unhappy in 2019 that there were so many home runs, so they tried to deaden the balls for 2021. They juiced the balls, they deadened the balls. Yeah, exactly. So they couldn't order enough deadened balls because of all the supply chain issues. So midway through the season, they ended up having to mix in the juiced balls because they didn't have enough of the detonated balls. But the crazier thing is that they would send the deadened balls to small market town games like a Seattle, Kansas city during the week so that people wouldn't be watching them. And they'd send the juice balls 
to say the Field of Dreams game. And what what happened during the Field of Dreams games? It was like, like 20 home runs. home runs. <laughs> yeah. So it's just batshit stuff. This is genius. I mean, oh, man, Fred. if I was a player in a small market team as a hitter, I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed. Rob Manfred. Vogelbach is pissed, I bet. Genius. <laughs> Daniel Vogelbach, yeah. Big fella. Big fella. <laughs> All right. Remember okay. when he, like, what, what did he do this year? Didn't he forget to run or something? I don't know. Can we please just get through this? Can we watch go. some Daniel Vogelbach highlights? Uh, yeah, five minutes before Steve can leave. Um, Him and Matt Adams are on a category of their own dude's a big boy he really is matt adams another guy in 2013 who i thought was a tank turned out to be shit him and michael walker class of their own um what did he walker walker oh yeah he injured hey walker walker hey this one's for Africa. It's by uh, Artist. That's a free ad. So? Go watch like the 2008 World Cup. Um, yeah, wasn't that song like the official song of the uh, of the tournament? Yeah. All right, Play so like I'm watching this video. Times. So the guy on the Brewers, who's hitting? Oh, Omar Novaez hits one up the middle. Vogelbeck's on second. Vogelbeck starts... Rounding third, fielded in center field. And he basically stops running because he, he couldn't walk. He pulled his hamstrings so bad. He pulled his hamstrings so bad. Let me share my screen real quick. This video Jesus is Christ. so fucking funny. I don't think you guys can hear it, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm actually going to mute it. So this is the worst quality of all time. All right. So, like so ready? They forget about it. <laughs> I see. I think they show a replay on like uh, him rounding third. Yeah, he's pulled his hamstring real he bad. He is massive. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. He's like Baumgartner's freaking out. Wait, go back oh. a little bit. See if they show you where like he pulled his hamstring. Oh wow, he pulled <laughs> it just right little, at yeah, third right base. There. Right at third. Oh. He's literally walking home. That's and the goes down like a ton of bricks, to be honest. Freaking out because the guys. All right, closing out the night. That's enough Vogel pack for the day. Closing out the night. Jesus. Steve? My closing out the night is shout out to Vogelbach. He's big. I got to go. See you guys. Bye, Steve. <laughs> My mind's still blown. T- <laughs> My mind's still blown with the Salem Red Sox are in Virginia. There's way too much going on right now. Um, did we forget anything? I feel like we forgot something. Nah. Do you got any notes? That was my note. Oh, okay. Good point. Um, my closing out the ninth thought. Uh, yeah, we're gonna. Well, I guess we'll we'll keep the episodes. Jeez, keep the episodes going during during the lockout. Don't you worry. We'll we'll figure something out. Rob Manfred. Right. Don Bridge will be here. Rob Manfred can't silence us. At least we don't have Pat Light on the show. All right. Come on. Come on. Uh, you got to close out the night thought. 
That was my closing out the night thought. Coley Nick is actually kind of killing it on Section 10, not going to lie. He's doing a good job. He's doing a good job. In all honesty, I haven't been listening. I've been very busy. But with that being said, thank you for listening. Uh, Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Gonebridge Podcast and Twitter at Gonebridge. And don't forget to uh, follow us on like Spotify too. Download our episodes there in Apple Podcasts. So go and uh, help us tremendously. And we'll be back. Next week, probably not with a ton of news, but we will be back with episode 63. See ya!